where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. The Believers Walking in Righteousness with Brother James Ware is now on the air. His goal is to awaken you from the error of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or have a need for prayer requests, please stay tuned to the end of the broadcast. We will be sure to provide his website along with his mailing address. Now, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you in all that I'm doing and about to do. I ask you to bless us this broadcast, that it might be a blessing to someone that's going through <clears throat> or someone need encouraging, but that one that's not walking according to your plan for their life. Stir them up, Lord. Enable them to see themselves that they may make an, uh, an about face and begin to obey you. Father, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. Amen. We, we count it a blessing as well as a privilege of being here today by way of radio. I tell you what, uh, this morning when I headed this way, it was a whole lot of wind and rain, but the Lord blessed I, just because I had driven in it before as a truck driver back in the time past, I didn't even worry about it. I said, well, as long as I stay on the road, I'll make it. And then all of a sudden, as I began to praise the Lord and begin to talk uh, to a couple peoples, and lo and behold, uh, the Lord blessed. And when the Lord blessed, he, in turn, uh, showed forth the sunlight. I saw a little ray peeping through, and after a while, it cleared up. So we thank God for this day. I pray that those that had problems in losing 
situation uh, that I pray that the Lord bless you, enable you to get back up running again. Amen. That's what it's about. Amen. We all go through. But you know, I thought about something, uh, how that we, we don't seem to, uh, what's the word I want to use? We don't seem to want to obey God except uh, some, some problem or another. And, and it's sad that we have to take circumstances and situation in our life in order for us to do that which God would have for us to do. It just seems like we ought to want to serve God in spirit and in truth. Uh, that he have blessed you with a mind, he have blessed you with health, and, and, and we know that since he has blessed us with those things, uh, we should want to do that which is right, in spite of, but uh, we bring in the baggage. You know, the children of Israel, when they was in Egypt, and the Lord sent, uh, set them free, first of all, he set them free to worship him. That's what people forget about. When you read that uh, the, uh, the portion that when Moses came to Pharaoh, the first thing Moses was asking that they may go out and serve him. And knowing that Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and of course he wasn't going to allow that to happen, so therefore they in turn uh, had this mentality that they, yes, they was out of bondage, but they brought that same spirit that they was in bondage with. Some of you, <coughs> excuse me, is in the same position. We out of bondage, we, God done brought us out, but we have not got rid of the, the spirit of bondage. That same spirit that you had when you was in the world, you just cleaned it up, or you may not drink, uh, you may not smoke, uh, you may not do the uh, outward things that we normally do, um, but in the, in, in the process, not doing those things does not transform people's life. Oh yeah, before I get started, let me, let me say I want to wish, uh, uh, I call her Lil Z, but Vivi, uh, Happy birthday. Uh, she having a birthday Sunday, and I, I don't know. Uh, I think she's about eight, uh, seven, something like eight uh, years old. It might be seven. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, I love, I call her Lil Z, because she's so much like her auntie, even though that's her auntie, but she just like that that's her, her mama. But I wanted to wish her a happy Happy birthday this Sunday uh, that she's going to uh, get a year older. Oh, and, and also, I, I thank God has said, I forgot the brother, amen, that, uh, that I meet at my eating place. Uh, it, it slipped my mind, uh, but he knows who I'm talking about. I thank God for him. He's an encouraging brother that's standing on uh, that which he believed the Lord had led him to do. And that's a, a blessing within itself. Amen. And uh, uh, we thank God for those of you, those few supporters that God has given me. 
I, I'm, I'm telling you, I thank God for you to be in there because without you, I couldn't stay here. Amen. And God dealt with your spirit and your heart and your finance to be a blessing so that can keep me continual on the air. So I want to thank God for you. Uh, we, we only a few, but God don't use a whole lot to do what he need done. Okay. Now, let me get back to what I was saying. Here's a problem. When you say God have told you something to do, and, and, and I want you to get this, folks. It is so sad that all the different churches that you have around you, we're not talking about just that church of holiness, or, I mean, a certain church. We're talking about the different denomination. And everybody in their denomination saying they got truth. They got the truth. They don't say we got some truth. They say we got the truth. Now, wait a minute. Now, now uh, when we even go to those uh, believers that get a revelation and get house services, then they wind up doing the same identical thing that the churches are doing. And when they get so many people in their houses, then they'll say, well, maybe we need to go on and get us a building. And then they start another new church. And then all this uh, is happening, and we are saying that, Lord, we are obeying you. Now, if we are obeying God, and when we read in the Bible, I mean from Genesis to Revelation, you saw when a person submitted their will to the plan of God, they came out of the world, they become separated, and the religious people, the religious folks persecuted them. And they was persecuted by those that were supposed to have their own organization. You think in Sodom and Gomorrah that it wasn't no church? No, 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 no. It was church. They was going through a, a motion the same way about any other trip uh, that you can look at in the scripture when we're talking about the uh, uh, before the church, uh, Babylon, the Tower of Babylon, they was on one accord. Everybody speaking the same thing, and they convinced them that we can go against God. We can build us a temple to talk to God ourselves. So uh, when the Lord said, looked upon them and said, look what they're doing, uh, I'm going to uh, shake them up. I'm going to separate them. So they... Uh, have became Babylon. That's how come the Tower of Babylon became Babylon because they was saying one thing and other saying something else. Thought that he was saying something else, and of course, this is why we have all the nation. But let me let me get back to the churches. Uh, we want God to really move in us, and yet we're saying, "I'm obeying God." How much are you obeying God? Let me tell you something. The word of the Lord will bless you. Oh, yeah, it will bless you if you be obedient to it. If you be obedient to the word of God, it will bless you. Now, now, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're saying, what kind of blessing, Brother Way? I'm saying it will bring you health. Yes, it will bring forth healing. It will not have you begging. Amen. It won't do it. 
And the reason that it won't have you begging is because God will, the Bible says, if you give, in spite of what these hypocrites says, that it will be given unto your bosom, okay? Men shall give unto your bosom. Press down, shaking together, running over, shall men give unto you. So when you do the right thing, okay, you will have the prosperity. And we ain't talking about no get rich scheme. Uh, you will have the health, amen, to move forward, to be all that God have called and chose you to be. And this is the problem. The churches are selling something. We catch up to like the, the different hamburger stand. Uh, of course, we got the McDonald's, we got the clocks, we got the this, we got the uh, Hardee's, we got the Burger Kings, we got the, uh, and everybody will say their burger is the best burger. And, and guess what? I don't have a problem with you saying that's the best burger, but when it comes to the word of God, you need to add it up and see are you following uh, if you're having, if you got upset with the church and you're having house service and then you're going through the same ritual that you was going through in the house service, what you mean going through the same ritual? Well, you're going through, you're singing a song, you're teaching, you're doing this, or you're preaching, and then you get enough people in there, then you say, we need to look for a building. But the peoples are not taught enough to go forth. Yes, to go forth and be the peoples of God, call our group, dressing different, acting different, carrying themselves different, showing forth love and compassion. It is not being taught in that way. You say, well, our group is doing that. Okay, since your group is doing that, then what is the, uh, the, uh, uh, what's the, what is the manifestation of it? That's what I'm trying to say. What is your manifestation that your group is better than anybody else's group? The truth of the matter is you're going through the same ritual. You're just like the hamburger stand, just like the chicken places. You're still serving the same thing, but you put a little bit more pepper in it, or you put a little bit more salt on it, or you batter it in, or you, you, you batter it in a different way. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know how to cook a little bit, some people's when they get ready to fry chicken, they marinate it and they 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 let it soak in certain things and and that find you say well that's great chicken but it's still chicken folk. Let me tell you something. When people's are having service and they are not dealing with the issues in people's life that they are uh, uh, dipping dabbing across from the issues and saying. But I love the Lord, and, and we are walking in truth, and you develop self-righteous people. That's all you got, a bunch of self, a few self-righteous people. So we can have two or three churches in one church. Now, now think about that. We got two or three churches in one building, but everybody say that they are serving God. Everybody's saying that they call of God. Everybody's saying that God is leading me and leading them. And in process, we are making God look confused. And the reason we are making God confused is because of the fact that we are not standing on the word of God. Oh, yeah, we talk it. We talk it. And, and after a while, listen, after a while, 
then they'll change from just talking it, and then they'll say, well, we, God is blessing us because we got X amount of folks in our church. So that's the proof. Uh, that's the proof that we pray for somebody and God heal them. And we are trying to take the glory from God. It is so sad that I hear believers, honey, when I pray, God move. Wait a minute. Well, check your life. Check your history. Check yourself. If God moved on that, how come he can't move on other things that's going on in your life? How come you don't have love and compassion for somebody else? How come it is not teaching the fundamental things of the Lord to cause people to take a look at themselves? And we are not just uh, fellowshipping. Listen, we are more than just that. But because of the fact that we so caught up on a group of people getting in a group and doing their little thing, you say, well, brother, well, I think that's everybody. You is too. You just like everybody else. No, 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 no. I once did that. But I got a, I got a, a grasp of God. I'm not trying to please nobody but God. I'm not trying to do nothing to please nobody. Whether you think I'm saved, whether you think I'm called, whether you think I'm not called, I'm looking for God to manifest himself through me. I'm looking at the scripture and I'm seeing when God blessed uh, Peter in spite of his uh, mouth that talked too much, his mouth that said things that he should have been shedding up in spite of that. In spite of the one that say, I'll trust you, God. Let me come out there and I'll show you. I'm going to walk on what I'll come to you. And Jesus began to say, come on. But guess what? Then when he saw the situation, he began to sink. Why? Because he took his eyes off of Christ. Now, as I say, the word of God will bless you if you obey. But you can't obey the word looking at other people's and dealing with other peoples and trying to show that what you got is so much better than what everybody else got. You can't do it. You just got to tell the peoples the word of God, and that's why I'm at today. Yes, I'm telling, I'll say, you need to uh, come out of sin. You need to observe the commandments of God. Why? Because that's what God told me. That's what God began to tell me. So I got to declare that in spite of who don't want to hear it, I believe that the scripture is right. And since I believe that the scripture is right, then I'm standing on what God says. I'm telling you only what God said. God opened the door, and if he opened the door, then that's the time for me to do it. If he don't open the door, then I need to shut up and live the life. You need to see my life different. You need to listen to me. These preachers love to use uh, the 28th chapter, talking about we are the inheritance of Abraham's seed, and, and we're going to be blessed. But they'll never talk about the cursing. They don't never talk about the sickness and the, and the poverty and, and how that you will plant something somebody else will eat from it and how your wives will, will you betroth the wife and somebody else will lay to it. They don't want to talk about that. And the reason they don't want to talk about that because they don't want to be boot and gloom and bew. Yeah, brother, well, you know, you always saying things negative. I'm just trying to get you to see some positive. 
No, no, no. The positive is giving your life to Jesus Christ and knowing that the Christ that you are serving is not a wishy-washy God like y'all making him to be. In other words, I can love you and move right on. Amen. Some folks you can't uh, deal with because they are doing what they are moved by satanic force. That's what people have to understand. Satanic forces take over temple. That's what the Bible said. If you, if the scripture teaches me in the book of Luke that it, when a man is clean, uh, unclean spirit have gone out of a man and he walks through dry places find, trying to find rest and find it none. But he said, I will return unto my house from which I came from. Therefore, I, when I come back, I'm going to bring some buddies with me, some friends, uh, some acquaintance spirits that I met when I was kicked out of my house. And a whole lot of folks is sitting in sanctuaries right today. And the only thing you're worrying about is your denomination and your uh, service. And yet we have not love and compassion. We have not a mindset to get the peoples to know the truth. Yes, uh, 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 I know that we got trips going to this place, going to that foreign country, going to the, this third world countries and all that. And that sounds good. That sounds like you really doing the work. But check your life out. Check your family out. Look at your family, how divided and how the, the, the enemy is coming forth. And then you're wondering why? Why we can't do what we want to do is because we are not obeying God. Like I said, if you do the blessing, uh, the word of the Lord, if you stand on the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord will bless you. But if you don't stand on the word of God, that very word that you know will turn around and curse you. What you mean curse you, brother? Where? See, uh, the Bible said sin, let me, let, me, let me turn to it, and I know you don't heard it before, but I'm going to say it again. Because of the fact that people sometimes forget about these things. And I'm sent forth to send an awakening. Okay? An awakening. Listen to me now. I can't tell nobody what to do. I can only tell you what the Word of God says. And when you read what the Word of God says, now, the Bible teaches me in, uh, in, in the first epistle of John, the third chapter, it said, what whosoever commits sin transgressed also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. Now, if you want to know how, how much sin you are in and what you're doing and what you're thinking about, you know what? You ain't got to do nothing but just see what the Bible said. Sin is the transgression of the law. It's when you break the law. So when you obey God, God will bless you. But when you disobey God, you will be cursed. It's no different from, listen to me now, it's no different between your, your parents when they raise you up, when they begin to say, I need you to do so and so and so and so. When they ask you to do it, my question is, didn't they show forth love to discipline you? Didn't they show forth and say, look, I'm not going to allow you to do this. You might have was going to go to some event. Uh, it might have been a movie, whatever. I don't know as a child. But whatever it was, you didn't get to go because you didn't do what was supposed to do. 
Now, if the Bible says, listen to me, people, if the Bible tell us certain things that we should do, and because I look and find shot down a sister Walsh, a brother Obama be doing just the opposite, then I want to do just the opposite and want to say that's okay. It's not okay. I'm sorry. It's not okay because of the fact that they want to do what they're doing, and I think I can do it. Listen to me. Listen to me. Now, Jonah, Jonah, uh, and I know you're familiar with the story. I'll go back, and, and, and the Lord told Jonah to go one direction, uh, go to Tasha. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, Jonah went to, uh, to the opposite direction, and I'm, I'm making a point because I, I know the story and everything, but it just blanked out right quick. But listen, Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh. He wanted to go to Tasha. So therefore, he got in the ship to go to Tasha when he should have been going to Nineveh. Now, uh, let me tell you this now. It ain't his job to figure out what Nineveh going to do or what's going to happen, but he knew God was a merciful God. Some of you know God is a merciful God, and you don't want God mercy on nothing but what you do. Otherwise, if, 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 if I got something to do with it, then I want people to be blessed. I want my, the word to be said. But if I ain't got nothing to do with it, then I want the wrath of God. If that ain't of me, then what about others? What about the other people's folks that ain't in your same level? How is it that we can try to say we're going to have home services and, and yet we want to say we want to be different, but we never fast or we never just go and pray? You know, when you go and you read in the book of Acts, when the problems begin to come, they didn't worry about teaching nothing. They went into prayer. It was so deeply in the prayer that when Peter and them got locked up, and after they got locked up and the Lord set them free, and Peter become and knocked on the gate, the young lady went back and said, hold up, Peter is already here. And they thought the woman done lost her mind. Why? Because they was in such a prayer and praying mood. How is it that we have in house service and we just doing the same thing the church doing? We say we got to teach them. We say we got to do this, but we don't teach them to sacrifice flesh. Oh, now when the Bible say eating and drinking, I didn't understand it. But now we in a in an age of eating and drinking more than ever before. It was a time that when you came to God, you made it a point to want to fast and pray. But all of a sudden now we are is in the position that we are not obeying God. Listen. I'm coming back on this because I, I, I need to talk about Jonah and, and compared to the situation what we are doing now. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. 
404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. Standing in the need of a blessing, and we whether it's physical or spiritual, amen, we are in that era now, we truly standing in the need, amen. Uh, would love to, to hear from you. If you have a question or uh, comment, as she said, at 404-355-8699, we would love to hear from you. Question or uh, Coming, amen. So we thank God for what God is doing, amen, and how he's doing it. Oh, yes, listen. All right. Here's what I'm saying to you today. If you're being obedient to God, then you will receive the blessings of God. Now, listen to me. Blessing don't necessarily mean that you would need some money. Because every time somebody say blessing, that's the first thing you think about money. Some of you will need a, a, a sound mind. Some of you is in confusion. You get up one minute, you're thinking about this, and you lay down the next day uh, in the evening, and you got something else on your mind. You can't work. You can't sleep. You're going through these things, and you got to be all stressed out to just go to sleep. That's not the way of God. But the problem is we are having today is we are peoples of God and looking at sinners. We are measuring our life by them. Like I said, those of you separate, we let, 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 let's deal with those of you separate. Those of you that God called out of the traditional religion. And, and what I mean by that, those of you that see things for what they really is. I'm not saying it's wrong to be in a fellowship. I understand that there is no scripture that tells you to go, command you to go to church, but it is a scripture to command you to fellowship, okay? So, and he got pastors, he got, uh, listen, the Bible say he called apostles, prophets, uh, evangelists, and pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the church. So, therefore, when the group of peoples get together being spiritual-minded, these people should have the anointing of God in them so bad 
that if they got somebody in problem, whether they in mental problem, whether they in uh, sickness, or whether they are uh, broke or whatever, because see, the Bible declared that the gospel was preached to the poor. When you go back and read in, in, in around the 11th chapter of the book of uh, Matthew, it talks about how that the person, the, the, the deaf, seen that here, uh, Jesus said, go back and tell John, the deaf, able to hear, uh, the, uh, the blind, able to see, and the, and the poor receive the gospel. This is what I'm saying. The, the gospel is to transform your life, folks. Quit looking at sinners. Quit looking at these church folk. Begin to look at your life and allow it to transform your life. I'm not talking about in a church way. See, church way, we, 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 we pay our little tithes, as you call it, and we go there twice a week, whether it's on a Saturday or on a Sunday, and then we get a revelation that, okay, God is blessing us. If that's all you're looking for, then, then when the, uh, the person pass away, we go and we say all good things about him, knowing that half of that stuff you're saying ain't true. But it's just right to do it right then. Because you know that family is moaning. So you go and we say, oh, this brother was this, this brother was that. I, I, I listened to me. I went to a funeral. Uh, a couple of months ago, and I know, and I thought it was bad, but I found out that the preacher was twice as bad as I thought it was, and they said all these good things and and everything, and you know, so, but you don't know it's hard, bro, well, you know, listen to me, people, the Bible lets you know that your heart will come outward. In other words, what is in my, in my heart, you're going to see it. You're going to see it. If I'm a drunk, it's just a matter of time. I just need something to get me uh, to get me on the drug. If I'm a drug addict, I just need something to push me to it. And you say, but in one end, it's hard to do it. Yes, it was. That's why he did what they, that's why she did, or that's why they did what they did, because it was in their heart. And when something is in your heart, you can say what you want to say. It's going to come out. So we get we get to playing the role. We don't play the role so long, and we're finding ourselves losing out. We are no different. Where's the power and anointing of God? You say, well, brother, where? Uh, 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 I don't see you doing all this stuff. Well, you don't know me. You need to see me. You need to really get to know me. I'm not trying to start another organization. I'm not trying to pastor a church to go through and have the same folks come and listen to the same thing and saying the same thing that we, we, we've been saying and doing the same thing, but nobody getting delivered. Nobody is saying that, oh, my God, I prayed for this drunk, and this drunk had a desire to walk straight, to not to drink anymore. I prayed for this person and I saw my prayers manifested because I believe it. Remember when Peter and John was headed to the temple, they say, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I unto thee. How is it that we're not giving nothing unto nobody? Oh, we can give them a couple of dollars. We, we don't got so good. Now we give a few folks standing on the road and put a couple of dollars in their hand. 
and think that's being serving God. Oh, that's the religious thing to do. Somebody have a cup and say, be a blessing for this ministry because we are doing this and we are doing that. Wait a minute. You're making God look like a, a, a panhandler. That's what you're doing. Even the church is doing the same thing, making God be a panhandler. Come on, folks. This is not enough. You got to give your tithes. You got, we put more emphasis on money and things than anything that we can talk about God. Now, let's go back to Jonah, as I was saying. Oh, you better call uh, 443558699. All right, let's go back to Jonah. The, when Jonah, number one, here's what happened. He knew that he went the wrong way. He knew that he did the wrong things. He knew this without a shadow of a doubt. He refused to hear what God is really saying. He wanted to get approval of people. See, if God not told you to do something, well, I got that way because I don't know if that really God or not. And somebody else going to say, child, I don't believe that's God. Child, God wouldn't have you to go through. They don't know what God would have you to go. But anyway, Jonah decided that he going the opposite way. Now, here's the good part. After he got on the ship and after the ship sailed off, the first thing he wanted to do was to go to sleep. And how is it that we are sleeping in the midst of all this mess? People talking about save black lives, black lives this and black lives that. All these young folks just killing one another. Nobody said, wait a minute, let's get out and see can we give them the gospel. We'll get out and give them a sandwich and sang a couple of religious songs, and we'll think that's doing the will of God. That's not doing no will of God, folks. The will of God is more than just giving somebody a sandwich and a, and a drink or a water, a bottle of water or something, and we want to feel good about ourselves. Then in Thanksgiving, we want to cook a dinner and having a Thanksgiving dinner and, and the Christmas dinner and the uh, uh, M.L. King dinner and all this kind of stuff. Now, that's mess. That ain't nothing but mess. you doing things to be seen. You're not doing things because it's a conviction in your heart. You're not doing it because you know some people have a conviction that they are, I, I listen to me. I remember this man used to be at the radio state, and I was telling him about women's couldn't pass it. He said, Brother Ware, you might have a point there, and I don't know, and I'm not getting into that, but I'm getting into he, his favorite scripture was Paul of Peace, uh, Hebrews 12, 14, Paul of Peace with all men, and holiness without which no man should see the Lord. So he decided that I'm going to not cause peace or not be a problem. I'm going to say, okay, you might be right, but I know when I was out on crack, this person loved me enough to take me in the restaurant and to feed me. And after they fed me, they asked me did I want to come to the church. And then I went to their church and he said, I sit in the back. I, 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 I mean, he said, and I sit there and I felt bad because I had been out the whole week doing crack, cocaine. But this person loved me and they whole church, they few little sisters and and the one brother in the church, they hugged me and told me that God loved me and I don't have to be that way. And I wind up uh, looking at myself because I hadn't had nobody to respect me. I had all say my own family done turned against me. Yeah, you did things to turn your family against 
Yes, you stole, you did this, and you did that. And all of a sudden, then the seed was planted, though, bro, before you got there. He said, yeah, I know that because I did hear other people saying that. But what really pulled me is was the love and compassion that you took. Let me tell you something. It might be one little teenager, one little teenager girl, one little teenager boy. Uh, it might be somebody elderly, okay? Uh, invest in that person. Just like you invest in your stocks and bonds and the lottery or whatever you do, invest yourself into that individual to change, to transform their life. And watch what God will begin to do. Because you may be dead and gone, but you might have planted a seed that that person may want to go forth and obey God. Now, Jonah. Jonah got in the ship. He started uh, going the opposite way, going to Nineveh, where he should have been going to touch, or vice versa. Uh, anyway, in the process, Jonah went to sleep. He went to sleep. Now, you say sleep? Yeah, sleep. Let me tell you something. Some of you now is so sleep to it's pathetic. You are in a dream. You are sleepwalking. That's all you're doing. Listen to me. You are sleepwalking because you are not doing nothing no different than nobody else. You're going through the same motion. You're having the same, the uh, the same this, the same that. Uh, uh, you're going forth and trying to prove something. And what are you trying to prove? Self-glorification? That's what it's about. That somebody can look at you and say, oh, brother, where you's a good brother. Brother, where you are standing on the word. Brother, where you doing this? You're doing, no, 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 no. I get vice versa. I get a few, just very few. But the people say, brother, where you don't have nothing but critical message. You don't have nothing but doom and groom. Okay. Yes, it may be doom and groom, but I got to be able to say what thus says the Lord. Jonah went to sleep. Now, here he is in a storm. And y'all know the little storm you, we just went through. You know how things were just rocking and reeling and the wind was blowing. And, and further you was down south that's listening to me. You done heard or uh, 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 you done been in the midst of it. But guess what? Jonah was in there asleep. And that's what the church is now. We are asleep. We let everything go around. We telling people it's all right to have a step uh, twelve-step program. Uh, it's all right to believe in a, 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 a the power within you. The power. Uh, uh, come on now, listen to me, believers. There is no way that we should be compromising, and we should make a stand. We hanging up with the hanging out with these hypocritical preachers, these hypocritical saints, and saying, "But God got to have somebody." Listen to me. Now we're dealing with God. God spoke to you. He can't speak to them. And you're telling me that it's all right? No, ma'am. No, sir. You're just like Jonah in the bottom of the ship sleeping. Why? They are in a storm. And in the midst of this storm, the man said, hold up. Now, where is everybody? Everybody need to call upon the name of the Lord and they, they, they find, hold up, bro. Why are you down here asleep? How can you sleep through this? How can church folks say that they got the power of God? They got the anointing of God when you're looking at what's going on around us. 
We don't have nothing that we can say God is doing. Oh, yeah, we go through a ritual. Yeah, we have the service, and that's, that's sad. We get our uh, prayer line, uh, prayer time, and, and I pass the church not far from the house, say, come uh, Friday night is miracle service night. Okay, <laughs> come on, come on now, listen to me. A miracle service night, uh, the, God is a miracle seven days a week. He transformed life. He delivered life. He delivered people and set them free. How come we got him staged? And then, like I said, some of us began to get ourselves and say, well, I can no longer do this thing. I cannot no longer do follow the traditions of men, having the church and doing this and doing that. And lo and behold, we go and say, well, we're going to get us a little house service. Well, we get in the house service, but what you doing? You're having your song, you getting up and speaking, and then you're going forth, and then you turn out and say, oh, praise God, we had a good time in the Lord today. But no deliverance, knowing that them people need some deliverance. And you're trying to put the word on mess in their life. They need to get the mess out of their life in order for you to, they need to be awakened. So guess what? They're going contrary to the will of God, but yet they're in the ship's sleep. They are sleeping in sin. That's what it was about. Disobedient will cause you to turn a deaf ear. Disobedient will cause you to be just the object from what God have called you. Remember, I said when I started off, that if you obey the word of God, if you obey God's will, then it will bless you. But if you disobey, it will curse you. And that's the problem. Most of the church's Ichabod is wrote across. And a lot of the saints' Ichabod is wrote across them. And they're going in a form. Don't, I don't take the 7th cha uh, chapter, the 18, uh, 21st verse, in the book of Matthew, I don't take that lightly. When the Bible said, many will come and say, Lord, Lord, and shall not enter. Lord, then we cast out devils in your name. Then we do many wonderful works in your name. And then will he say, I depart from me. I know you're not. Ye that work iniquity. Jonah, the man woke him up. Jonah, when he got woke up, then here's the deal. He said, well, you know, y'all can quit doing this. You can quit throwing your stuff over overboard and you uh, uh, the, the storm at least Jonah realized that's what we got to realize that we as peoples of God got to realize we are the saint we run around here talking against the president and the Bible told you to pray for the president I don't care I'm, I'm not a Republican I'm not a Democrat I'm none of that but we need to shut our mouth and quit agreeing with sinners and pray for him regardless of who he is or what he is just like you prayed for the other president, now you need to pray for this president. And, and, and God has put you in a place in a democracy, so-called democracy. It ain't really free, but it's close to it than a lot of other places. But at least you got the privilege to worship God. At least you got the privilege to call on the name of the Lord, whether you want to call him Yahshua, whether you want to call him Yahweh, whether you want to call him Allah, whether you want to call him uh, uh, whatever, Jesus, uh, the Christ, or whatever, you're able to do it 
in a, a manable way that would not allow you to be persecuted. Now, Jonah woke up. Jonah came to the nod. I'm the problem. A whole lot of you need to be woken up and say, I'm the problem. And the reason I'm the problem, because the church is going, the, the society is the got in the church. Man, uh, folks is dressing so worldly and, and acting so worldly that the world done got in the church. You can't separate. And when you're separated, first thing you holler. Well, God say, yeah, you, you can't judge me. Say, bring your heart. He don't care about your dress code. And that's one of the biggest lies that the devil done son. Ain't nobody been able to prove that to me. Just like ain't nobody been able to prove to me that God called the woman to pastor. Uh-uh, no ma'am. Now, if a woman having service in her home and got sisters having service for it, but you got a saved preacher in the midst of you and you over the preacher, no, that ain't right. No ma'am. I'm sorry. You got to give me some scripture word. Uh, 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 it, it don't work. It don't work. Guess what? When you admit that I have obeyed self, I have obeyed people, because if you don't have scripture to back you up, then guess what? You are in error. And uh, being in error, meaning that you might not make it in. I know that sounds crazy to some of you, but it ain't because the Bible said many going to say, Lord, Lord, shall not enter. So Jonah realized the fact that you need to throw me overboard. If you get rid of me, I'm the cause of the problem being in the home. The saints of God, when you look at you, the cause of the problem that the peoples are going through, that the sin is rampaging, that, 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 that the things are going on now that ought not to be going on. You are the cause of the problem. And because you are the cause of the problem, then you need to repent and say, just throw me overboard. God, I'm sorry. I just ain't going through a ritual no more. God, I never tell the people that need me to fast and pray to get rid of that spirit, that lust demon, get rid of that spirit of rebellion. How you going to get somebody saved when they already got a spirit of rebellion in them? So you are doing nothing but putting the spirit of obedience on top of the spirit of rebellion. And guess what? They're going to do good for a little while, but they're going to go back out and they're going to do worse. That's what the book said. I believe the Bible. Like I say, if you submit to the word of God, if you do what the word of God says, then God will bless you. But if you don't, then you will be cursed. And that's what's wrong with the church today. We are being cursed because the anointing and the power of God is really not flowing. Yes, we make it look like it. Yeah, we can, we can deal with this. We can deal with that. We can say this. We can say that. And it looks and sounds good. It sounds good, honey. Then we have church today. But then you got to go home to an unsaved child, to an unsaved husband, to an unsaved wife, to our unsaved children, and nobody is reaching out to them. Nobody is saying, look, we need to fast and pray for this brother, this sister. No way, no way, no way that we can continue to go on in this way and yet proclaiming to be his family. We're making the world look just like him. Jonah said, okay, throw me overboard. Man said, no, 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 we can't do that because if we do that, 
then that's going to create a problem. Uh, we don't want to kill you. But after throwing and after they rowing, then they came to the conclusion, yeah, we're going to have to do it. We got to throw him overboard. And God had a prepared fish to show him who is really God. Some of you right now have a prepared fish in your life. Oh, it ain't, take, it ain't a natural fish, but you got a spiritual fish uh, that God want to show you what you're doing. It don't matter to nothing because I'm still God. And until you can realize that I'm still God and God have a plan, the Lord have a plan, folks. It ain't the plan of what we see in today because the plan of what we see in today is something to deviate from the real plan. Uh, we need to go back to the book of Acts. I'm telling you, if we go back to the book of Acts, and I ain't talking about, uh, you know, when you read, and, and when you read the 19th chapter, I believe it is, Leviticus, 19th chapter, no, 19th chapter, Deuteronomy, I'm sorry. When you read that, it talks about that the preachers shouldn't own anything. They shouldn't even possess anything. Oh, wow, if we went in that today, they, they'll tell you that they ain't possessing the plane, but you won't came, you can't fly in the plane. They'll tell you that you ain't, they ain't possessing the mansion, but you ain't going to spend a night in that mansion and all this, and, and yet they're doing it in the name of the Lord. And that's, what it, that's why we need Jonah to be thrown overboard. When you throw him overboard, Jonah will begin to realize he will begin to realize that I'm the one that's causing all the problems. It ain't the other folk. It ain't these sinners. On, it ain't these crackheads. It ain't these uh, alcoholics. It ain't that. No, ma'am. No, sir. It's me, me, and me, oh, Lord, standing in the need of prayer. When you can get a mindset, God, what can I do to bring forth deliverance? God, what can I do? Can I fast and pray for somebody that's walking contrary to your will. Can I begin to believe God and quit trying to be somebody? That's the problem. Too, much, too many people's trying to be something that God have not officially made you that. No, ma'am. No, sir. He's not doing it. And you know, and he's not going to do it. So you're going to, it's a possibility now. Possibility when you get through with that whale, or uh, when uh, the, the big fish, when the big fish get to uh, messing in your life, you're going to jump right quick, fast, and in a hurry to do the will of God. And that's the problem that I'm finding. Let's just do the will of God. Don't worry about bro what Brother Ware is doing. No, 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 no. Don't worry about bro uh, Brother Bumblebee or Sister Shotdown. Don't even worry about them. They are God called. God made them. God, they, as they say, God ordained them. If God called them, God ordained them, God uh, uh, saved them. If you just do what you got to do, that will begin to bring forth deliverance. That will begin to make them see themselves. So here's what I'm saying to you today in closing. You got to understand if I'm obeying God, then the blessings of God will be upon me. That I'll be able to pray for the sick. I'll be able to do the thing that God has called me to do. But if not, the cursing is upon you. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you in all that you're doing. God, I ask you to look upon those that are under the sound of my voice. 
shake them up, God, that they may go forth and be the vessel that you have called and chose them to be. Father, we thank you. We praise you. And to that babe, God, in Christ, give them the wisdom and knowledge to want to study, to want to take time out to meditate and to fast about your will being manifested in their life. We thank you. We praise you. I honor you in Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. I would ask you to visit the website, brotherjamesware.org. If you would, visit that, and it'll give you all the information. And telephone number 404-293-7557. Love to hear from you. And love to be a blessing to you and you to be a blessing to us. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. We pray this message that you just heard was a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message again, or if you have a special prayer request, please feel free to write Brother James Ware at P.O. Box 161001, Atlanta, Georgia 30321. That's Brother James Ware at P.O. Box 161001, Atlanta, Georgia 30321. You can also learn more about the ministry of Believers Walking in Righteousness or Brother James Ware by logging onto his website, brotherjamesware.org. That's www.brotherjamesware.org. We're looking forward to hearing from you really soon. We truly pray that this broadcast has lifted your spirit and awakened you. As 2 Timothy 2.15 states, to study to show yourself approved unto God. Until the next time, be blessed. Give the gift of Grinny Grin Grin. This holiday, give the gift of Scratchers from the California Lottery. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 or older to purchase player claim. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair 